the New and Making Noise podcast with Incognito, DJ Mrs. A Plus. New and Making Noise podcast with George Truly Incognito. And this is DJ Mrs. Pour me some more of this Remy Martin right quick. Okay, period. I'm gonna get right because this is one of the prominent voices in Southern hip hop on the early side. Mm-hmm. And for the people that don't know, everybody done seen ATL. Yeah. Everybody done heard a Lucci mixtape. Yeah. Everybody done heard who else song he done been on? Who else records he done did? Anything Dungeon Family. He done uh, been on it. Criss Cross. Mm-hmm. Oh man. He's got on the list goes. Yes, yeah, he's a very much a legend in the game, but I do have to say, especially for my generation, like, we've all seen ATL. And it came from ATL. And that was where I connected with him, but the part where T.I.'s uh, fake brother in the movie got shot, and when they went to the hospital, he said that poem. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Great word. It's the poetry mm-hmm. that stuck for me. For all the way. And it wasn't until, like, more so like my teenage years my early 20s when I started actually paying attention to the words because Mm -hmm. like you know when that poetry come on a lot of times we're just like oh this is a poetic moment so you just want to sit there and listen and act like you so deep into it like yeah the whole time is going in one ear and and out the other kind of like gospel music when you're young yeah (laughs) (laughs) but as you live life and you go on uh you take the the words that Tupac once said, he was like, when these people are talking or making these music songs, don't mm-hmm. just bob your head, listen to the words. Exactly. And once you start paying attention to the words, I like to call it when you start listening, not hearing. Mm-hmm. When you start listening and not hearing what they're saying, you go, oh, wow, that's deep. So I didn't share this with you or him. I should have too. But, you know, when he came in here, he was going. That man was talking. He was spitting and dropping gems, okay? I'm talking about head injury. Ask one question. I tell you, your good sis couldn't even jump in that thing. I don't even need a metal finder to pick up <laughs> any jewelry he dropped. He was dropping it. That's but a fact. one of my favorite poems that he may have written off the top of my mind is uh, on the Outcast Equimini album. It was mm-hmm. on a song called Liberation. And uh, he put a poem at the bottom of that. And who we're talking about is the Dungeon Family's own Big Rube. Mm-hmm. Got that voice of conviction. That voice right here. I feel like I'm starting to sound like him. No, for real. Big Rube. So when Big Rube came in the studio, we actually had comedian Desi Banks in the studio the same night. Yep. Uh, the power was out on the elevators. Mm-hmm. So we got like a building that's like 40-some plus four floors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a lot of other big businesses and corporations inside of our building, downtown Atlanta. But however, just on this particular day, the lobby was lit. But when you got on the elevator, it was moving and working, but it was dark. Yeah. So both of them had to come up in the dark. And then when you get out the elevator, the lights back up like, like, oh, all right. I know me personally. I was like, what's going on? I would have been clutching the song. Set a nigga up, yeah, man, I would have I would have been on song. <laughs> so I'm kind of trying to set the mood and give you all the story and the vision of what it was like because uh, he came in around the same time Daisy Banks did. Yeah. Daisy Banks uh, came in. We scheduled them at two different times, but you know, typically how that works, somebody is going to come early or somebody comes late. Mm-hmm. I want to say Big Root came early. So, you know, he sat here during the entire Daisy Banks And they interview. got to meet each other. For and sure. that was dope. 
Yeah. And Desi ain't even know who he was until he's like, hey, that's Big Rube. Because it's like, um, even when you were telling me, like, this is who we're going to have, this is who we're going to talk to, I was, even myself, I'm like, who is that? You know what I'm saying? And he was like, he do poems and everything, and immediately. You was like, ATL! I'm like, he did a poem at ATL! When Nunu was looking out the window? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he did that poem, he did Lucci album, he did that. And he was like, yeah. yeah. But that's just how you know, like, people like him, they, they stay down just to give out what they love to do. They put out their passion. They don't care about the look. They don't care about being seen. They just want their voice to be heard. Very much so. So born and raised in Atlanta, original SWATs. He talked about um, watching Atlanta grow. Mm-hmm. From where it started to where it is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to give you more, he's been on albums with 8-Ball and MJG. Mm-hmm. He's been on the Truth Hurts album. Um, somebody else that he might have been on. He even been on uh Jaron Benton album. His track record is really crazy. The type of respect he gets from these artists, whether they're new, older, legendary, fresh in the game. He really is the person. Like, if you want somebody to spit something. Yes. You need to call him up to put him on that album. Yes. He also was on Future's debut album. Um, I think it was Pluto 3D. Mm. That was a hard one, too, the intro that he did on there. But Big Root came in here, and it was my first time meeting him. And um, the last time I saw him, as of right now to this date, that was the last time I saw him. But Mm -hmm. he dropped so much jury and gave us so much game that... My tank is on full still. No, legit. Um, not to say that I wouldn't mind seeing him again or anytime soon. and But just meeting him in person and realizing that this guy is the one that's been putting those poetic words out that's going to live on for many generations. Exactly. It was definitely a pleasure and an honor to to meet him. And I can remember that night vividly like it was last Same. night. Same. It was, it was definitely an experience. And I'm happy that we got to sit in the presence of a legend. For and sure. his own, and we were able to give him his flowers while he was still here, able to give him a platform to speak on, to speak his word, to speak what he's been through, to speak yeah. how he got into poetry, to speak yeah. how he got so cool and raw that he all these rappers wanted to hit him up. Yes. Man. He's a very humble, humble, humble soul. Yes. And you could tell he just does this simply because he has a passion for it. For sure. And we're going to always show love and respect the people that, of course, we all in this because, you know, we want the bag. For sure. We want the money. For sure. You know, but we all started it on some, I don't care about the money. Yep. We all started doing stuff for 30 50 $100. Yep. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, But it was all for the craft, the passion, and you could tell that it shows in this man's work. For sure. Every time he speaks. For sure. So uh, on this episode, if I had to give y'all a disclaimer, I would say, you know, Sit back and relax. Yep. Pull you some up. Roll you some up. Mm-hmm. Pop you some. Mm-hmm. Kick your feet up. But zone in. Zone in. Listen. Yeah. Don't just hear us. Yeah. Don't just hear him. Yeah. Make sure you actually are listening to the words that are being spoken. Because I, it's, it's so much game. Out of all the interviews we did, I'd probably say this is the only interview that we didn't interview. I will say that. We didn't interview. He took complete control. We didn't interview this interview. I might have asked three questions. He took complete control with me on the back on something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shall sure right. Preach, preach up. No, <laughs> it was that type of vibe. We really were just sitting back and just soaking up the game from this OG. And when you.
you in the presence of somebody like that, that's all you got to do is just sit back and suck up the game. I'm trying to put you around some Atlanta history, a real deal Atlanta legend. I'm already legend in his own right too. Come on with it. Hey, we got Big Rube in the studio tonight. Yeah. What's going on, man? What's up? What's up, Big Rube? Hey, man, I appreciate you having me down. Man, it's an honor to have you up here, dog. Real deal legend. You've been speaking to these souls for a long time, man. So I wanted to tap in with you. What's going on in the world of Big Rude, man? Uh, you know, right now, i just been, you know what I'm saying? I always work from home anyway, like doing a lot of recording and stuff. So i just been getting a lot of um, writing and recording in, just kind of, you know what I'm saying, been kind of getting busy, I guess, with the whole situation where a lot of people been working from home and all that. Cats that was doing records, kind of like finishing their projects. So it kind of like actually... It, I hate to say it, but I actually started cranking up during the COVID. You know what I'm saying? Truly. Because because I guess a lot of people, you know, had like stimulus checks and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and were also, you know what I'm saying, around the crib so they could, you know, had time to finish their stuff. So And, and people tend to like to call me towards the end. Some, sometimes they don't, but I be telling me you ain't got to wait to the end, but I understand. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They be wanting to feel like what, what their whole concept is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they call me and, and, and put some water in between the bricks, you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. Big Root, Southwest Atlanta. Take me back to the beginning. How did you get into it, Big Root? Uh, when I was about 12, I just, you know what I'm saying? I, I always been a, I, I always been a fan of rap, even when I was before that. But when I got 12, I, I saw like, I think it was like King of Rock video. And I was like, man, these niggas hard as fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck my Jackson Glove. It was guitar and shit. Nigga. Tell me, I can't come up in here, you know what I'm saying? With, with the black hats on. You know what I'm saying? I was like, these cats hard as fuck, so... You know what I'm saying? I just, I was like, I just want to, I, I just, it was like they were some superheroes or something. You know what I'm saying? I grew up on that comic book game, strong, you know what I'm saying? Drawing and everything. Like, I learned how to read, probably reading comic books. I don't even, the first thing I, that I can remember reading was comic books. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, that bigger than life type of uh, uh, vibe. And then, especially if they had like a uh, a clear type of, uh, like a value system. Like, run to your CSA, stay in school, and, you know what I'm saying? Don't be out there drinking and doing drugs and shit. That's, that was their message then, you know what I'm saying, off the top. So it was like, I was like, they hard, but it's like, they not ignorant, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and as I started getting into it, like, my favorite MC of all time is Rakim. And then, like, Karis one showed me that you could, like, be hard and still be smart. And, and, and run to MC was like, showmanship. Chuck D was like, if you got a voice, motherfucker gonna be like, hold up, what'd he say? Mm-hmm. Like, hold on, he got to be saying something. This, this cat, you know, like, Chuck. Could be reading the back of a cereal box, you'd be like, "Hold up, <laughs> you know what right. he say?" Probably so bad, ain't it? That nigga, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I, I took from hip hop elements that I felt like uh, was dope, and, and and to me, you just try to have as many of those elements as possible in your own, you know what I'm saying, style. You know what I'm saying? So I, I felt like you got to sound good, you got to be talking about something. You know what I'm saying? You, got, you still got to be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? And you got to be original and you got to keep coming with it. You can't, you can't, can't run out of shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to keep coming. You got to keep that factory going. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you got to do. And I learned a lot of techniques of writing. To I had writer blocks when I was in my 30s. I, 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 be, I said, I'm not going to be having no writer's block because it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. And what it is is when you're trying to force it. So what I did was like half the time when I'm writing, I'm not even writing the music or a beat. Like I, I start out like, right, like listening to the beat, but I don't care how good the beat sounds. After the hundred and thirty seven time you don't listen to it, you don't hear shit no more. You know what I'm saying? So how is you how are you gonna like like be creative and be like, you know what I'm saying, fresh and and, 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 and honest with it if you don't even wanna hear the beat no more. So it's like what I do is I cut that shit off after a very not a short time. I might be watching T V, I'd be watching Star Wars playing video games and I just had my picking phone back up and, oh I got this line. 
put this shit back down. I'm back on Mortal Kombat. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'm watching cartoons or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just vibing in different ways. And what that does is it kind of, uh, you, know, you, you know how when you say, damn, I can't think, of, I think about it when I ain't trying to think about it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like you can kind of train your mind in that fashion to where it's like when when, um, when you get trained in the gym, they got muscle confusion, but you don't keep doing the same stuff and, and, you, and you get results faster. Mm-hmm. Your brain is kind of like that. Like, think about it. Everybody don't like it. You get bored. I don't care yeah. what it is, you can get bored. It's just repetition. You know what I'm saying? So what I try to do is uh, uh, have different things to kind of distract my mind so that that kind of creative subconscious can come out because I'm not trying to focus on it with my conscious mind, if that makes any sense. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. For sure. So what's like one of your most favorite lines from yourself and why? Uh, Well, everybody's line is right on to real and death to the figures. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I got to kind of agree with them on that one. But but uh, really, uh, I think my favorite line is probably uh, shit, man. Why y'all do me like that? I figured, <laughs> okay, well, stuff that pro- that people probably don't heard. Pissing up that Mr. Bus is popular. <laughs> you get pissing up Mr. Bus, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, I kind of I'm kind of partial to uh, you're a scared demon shouldn't be allowed to spread semen. You call the lines never define the jackals about that that shit right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a hard one. That liberation. <laughs> yeah. The whole, like, really, I'm going to be honest with you, it's hard to pick a line out of that thing because it's like one long-ass line. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, did he, was it a period or a comma in that shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's like I write, like, you see, I've seen a little kid playing with Legos. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, another, he'd be like, you need that right there, you need that right there because they got a vision of how what need to fit there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, to me, if uh, sound is three-dimensional or whatever, you know, it's like all these shapes is coming together to make a, a waveform. It's like if I when I hear the beat, it's like I hear the words on there, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just interpreting what I kind of hear. But it, I be hearing a bunch of shit, like too many people talking at one time. So I got to be like, hey, everybody, you know, y'all shut the fuck up or either get that shit together. So right. in my mind, so I, I, I can't write. In other words, I might hear three lines at a time, but you can't. Say three lines at a time. So I, so what I did was I developed a technique of making one line mean three, four, five different things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I want this shit to mean this, that, and that. You know what I'm saying? But you're still saying the same thing. But it's like if, how you look at it or where you start. Like you, if you start in the middle of this sentence and go to the end of that one, that's a whole other line. And if you start at the beginning and went to the middle of that one, or if you actually took it like it go, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it, so it's all about having it open ended. Where uh, when cats listen. You can listen to the same song as somebody else get something totally different from it. That's that's the beauty of music. That's the beauty of art, period. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can give five cats the same camera, take a picture of the same thing, and people that's in the photography can tell you which one of them cats took them pictures. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like how? It's a camera. A it's fact. the same thing. Because it ain't got nothing to do. That's the tool. The, the, the skill ain't in the tool. You know what I'm saying? You can have a million dollar studio. Murk you with a Casio keyboard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Murk you with a Casio keyboard. Yeah, you ain't talking about shit. You spend a million dollars not talking about shit. The dude over here with the cheap ass goddamn studio just destroying your shit. No mix or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you don't care about that shit, man. It, when, it, when, it, when, it, when we talking about real and not real, you know what I'm saying? Just fake ass shit. I don't give a fuck. How, that made it sound more plastic when he mixed it. You know what I'm saying? You should let that shit dirty so I can understand this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Really, I don't be having no, uh, no, uh, you know, no sympathy for that shit because you don't heard it. It's, it, it's quicker now, but back in the day, you had to, you had filters, you had A and R, you had all this shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you had honest homeboy niggas be telling niggas shit. So you know, that shit didn't sound good, but he knew it didn't sound good before he put it out, or he knew he said something stupid. Now he got to apologize. How you apologizing for a song 
Did you? Did, how many times you heard this shit before you put it on? You recorded it. You wrote it. You recorded it. You mixed it. You played it for cats. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> and then you put it out. Cats got mad. You apologize. I ain't apologizing if I put it out. I meant it. Yeah, that's a fact. Yep. If I didn't mean it, I wouldn't. You, you never heard it. I wouldn't have wrote it. But when I wrote that shit and recorded it and played it on the radio, I meant that shit. So I'm not gonna <laughs> apologize for that because that's that's a sucker move to apologize for some shit you meant just because people want you to apologize. Fuck out of here. I was the press conference just tell you get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk old Atlanta versus new Atlanta because you grew here. You ain't flew here. So what's what's the difference? How have you seen the city evolve and what's some of the things that you wish we could have kept from the old school Atlanta? Well, uh, the main thing is, is is it's not really so much that the city itself is different. It's, it's, it's the citizens, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot more people. It's a lot more of a melting pot type of city now. Like how New York was, for example. New York had a lot of people coming there from different places. And, and that made what New York was, you know what I'm saying? But before that, it was motherfuckers that were, you know, I guess I guess at a certain point, everybody's from different places, but you know what I'm saying? Atlanta, for a while, generationally, was people that was, you know, had been here for generations. Now, a lot of, you know, it's, it's a lot of opportunities. It's a major metropolitan city. It's a lot of, uh, you got the colleges, you got the entertainment industry, you got, it's a lot of, you know, cats move here, you know what I'm saying? And it's made the city bigger. So it, it's not a bad thing to me. It's just, Kills me when people like try to like uh, just overgeneralize the city or whatever. They say Atlanta's this Atlanta. I'd be like, man, they say I don't like Atlanta rappers. I say, which Atlanta rappers you don't like? And then they name like they name like ten people. Not now one of them be from Atlanta. I say you ain't named not one Atlanta rapper, bro. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like that nigga from Macon, that nigga was from goddamn Riverdale, that nigga right there was from Calipar, that nigga that was from Austell, that nigga was from, from fucking, you know, none of that shit was Atlanta. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I said, well, what rappers do you like? Oh, we like Future, Atlanta. We like Outkast, Atlanta. We like Goody, Atlanta. I said, you like Atlanta rappers. You don't yeah. like fake motherfuckers that say they're from Atlanta and ain't no Atlanta rapper. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it ain't got nothing to do with that. It's whack rappers from Atlanta, but, it, but that's just what it is. I mean... They didn't just make up the term sucker MC or whack motherfucker yesterday. That shit was made up off the rip. It's been whack motherfuckers. But you need them. How you gonna have a dope motherfucker without a whack motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? You gotta have something to compare to. You know what I'm saying? I got this analogy where I always use You know what I'm saying? It might be kind of corny to cats, but it's like this. If you had a partner else from another planet and you visit his planet, and you'd be like, man, look at this shit, man. It's nice ass sunshine, beautiful sky. You'd be like, what the fuck wrong with this nigga? Because yeah. he ain't never seen rain. He don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That is beautiful. That's just how it always looked. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you need some type of uh, something that's not good or something that's a downer or something that's an adversity or something that's you don't like or something that's depressing because, you know, depression, you, you come out of that, you'd be happy. You know what I'm saying? But if you're always happy, that's the same thing as never being happy. That's just regular. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like cats that drink all the time to the point where when they do drink, that's just regular. You know what I'm saying? That ain't got to drink. When they don't drink, they sick. You know what I'm saying? Or, or cats that don't even get hungry no more when they smoke weed. I went through that. Like, you smoke some weed. You're like, man, I don't even get the munchies no more. I just do this shit like, just because, like, cigarettes. 
You know what I'm saying? And then right. you stop for a second and you start back in one blunt, blow your skull off. <laughs> because what you can do is you can oversaturate just like with a beat and anything else. I don't care how dope it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's even with people, they're going to get mad at me. But it's like, you know how people like say Jesus every two and a half seconds? I'd be like, bro, I'm sure he don't even want to hear his name no more. And it ain't his name. But anyway, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, it's like it's like you don't have to keep saying, you know, I feel you, folks. You know what I'm saying? But you can do that. You're free to do that. But I'm going to tell you if I don't want to hear that shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Depending on where we at. We at your house. You say it many times you want to. My house, like, man, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you're killing my vibe right now. But 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 that's just, you know, not literally, but you know what I'm saying? It's that type of thing. It's the oversaturation of the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you could probably think of what what's the you like most in the world. It could be a fool. It could be anything. Something that gave you the greatest pleasure in your lifetime. Your favorite thing in the universe. I tell you, you got to have it 365, seven days a week, three times a day. You want to shoot yourself after three weeks. Right. I don't give a damn how good that shit is. Right. After a couple of weeks of that shit, that shit is garbage. You know what I'm saying? Because you just, it's just the way we are as humans. We, we, we need diversity. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's an example. We have a, a spiritual, a mental, and a physical example to follow. It, that shit has to synchronize. You know what I'm saying? Our mind need diversity. Our spirit need diversity. Our body need diversity. You know what I'm saying? You got to do different things, you know what I'm saying, to keep yourself right. You can't just keep mixing the same genes together. You get retarded, motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? There's a reason for that. Diversity builds strength. That's what makes racism ignorant. That's what makes uh, closed-mindedness ignorant against uh, for other ideals. You know what I'm saying? Because if I if I hold a Coca-Cola can up and I ask you what the can say, you said carbonated water, and I'd be like, you got that lie. I said Coca-Cola. Now, one of us wrong. I just don't see what you see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we come together instead of apart, now I see the whole picture because you told me what you see. I told you what you see. That communication is why you both. That's why you come together so we can get the big picture. That's what the bigger picture is. is heads coming together because you can't see. That's what I mean on the liberation by. Uh, if you remember the, the line, uh, if you're looking at the, uh, life through the peephole of mortality, it's like if you look at. If, imagine if you go to your door, and it's like a cat out there selling encyclopedias, right? And then you look through the peephole, you see the guy selling encyclopedias. You open the door, it's a nigga standing outside with the AK. You get robbed. Now imagine why you was doing, going to the door. I call you, say, "Don't open your door." It's cat out there with the AK. I could see that because I was over there. But I had to call you and tell you and share that information with you. Now you see a bigger picture, and, 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 and you're not successfully fucked over because I was your neighbor that gave a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because if I give a fuck about you, I give a fuck about me because we won. You know what I'm saying? But if I sit there and let stuff go on, that's where that saying come from. It's, I can't remember the, the exact saying, uh, but it's uh, the paraphrase is like. Uh, one of the worst sins is to is when somebody good see something bad going on and, and don't do nothing and, and just turn it, you know, just turn a blind eye to it. Just, just, you know, it's like you got a guy doing something, you got a guy something's being done to, but the motherfucker that see that shit going on and think that uh, they're not doing something wrong by just ignoring it or not giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nah, you 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 you're facilitating it. You know what I'm saying? Because people know. Uh, these cats over here ain't gonna call no police. They ain't gonna, they gonna look the other way when we hit the old lady over the head. So, you know, that, so guess what? That's where they gonna come do it at. You see what I'm saying? Football, that's a football coach. You don't change the play till they, till they beat it. Why you keep running that play? Because they can't stop it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep running till you stop it. I don't give a damn. You mad come running the same play. Why, why, why would I stop doing something successful? Even if right. I'm bored doing the play, I'm still gonna run the score up on your ass. I'm trying to win. <laughs> I ain't gonna be bored telling people how I drew you. You see what I'm saying? So, so it's like, but guess what? You you gotta stop it. And then get what I'm gonna do. I gotta switch it up. You see what I'm saying? So when we stand by and let anything, ignorance, oppression, just abuse, any of that shit slide, 
every time you let it slide, it adds to it. Mm-hmm. Because somebody, it's like a little kid. Let him get, let a little kid find out that if he cry for five minutes, you're going to goddamn be like, okay, it's over with. He's going to keep doing that shit. I'm like, nigga, shut the fuck up. I ain't studying that shit. <laughs> After a while, he ain't doing no more. I just push, push out the room, close the door. Fuck out of here. <laughs> the fuck? Turn the beat up. Yeah. Right. Yeah, what? I opened the door a little while. You good? You, you do that bitch ass shit? Yeah, I come on back and watch TV there and play the game. But you come with that shit again, kick your mother right back about here. You ain't come back in here. They don't do that shit. You ain't got to beat up on them. And you ain't, but 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 inconsistency. Kids don't they don't they don't respect inconsistency. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. trying to program their fucking mind to become what you are as an adult. And they mm-hmm. and, and, and what they're doing is they gonna go off examples. So if you want, so it's like one of them, I don't know why my kid be doing all that dumb shit because you did all that dumb shit in front of him. She just going off your example. You see what I'm saying? So it's your fault. So so it's like. If you got a kid and you're trying to uh, teach them a certain, you know what I'm saying, system of values, I mean, they're they their own person. They're going to be their own person. But, you know, starting off, they got to start somewhere. So most people start with their parents' values. You cannot be inconsistent. And you can't be no hypocrite because they'll call you. I know when I was a little boy, you, hey, whew, what you mean I can't see what you mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you a kid. Okay, shit. I'm a human. I got the same myself. You don't give a fuck what age I am. You telling me not the shit that you're doing. That shit is clown shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why, man, I'm telling you, man, it's, people think I'd be lying. I was like seven or eight years old. And, and when it got to be about, I don't know, maybe about nine, my mama started actually saying, do you want to go to church today? Oh, it was the first time she said that shit, I was like, nope. Right. I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. This cat tripping. Mm-hmm. Like, like shit boring. I'm just waiting on the chicken. And then got down. <laughs> motherfuckers sex shit like, oh, you're not supposed to judge people. And just start talking about, you know, people just right there in the motherfucker. Right. Did you just say don't do that? Like, you know what I'm saying? Which he perfect, you know what I'm saying? But my point is, it's just hilarious to me. And I always had that. It's just something about me. As Even as a young kid, I might have took stuff too literal. But you know what I'm saying? The words mean what they mean. Fuck out of people. I know what you, you know what I mean. I know what you said. So say what you mean. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what the words mean, don't say that shit. Go look it up and before you add your vocabulary saying shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I got to decode it. I ain't talking about slang. I'm talking about, well, say a sentence and say I ain't mean it like that. I be like, you want me to tell you what you just said? And then you go look up the sentence. You, this is what you said. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. If you didn't mean that, don't say that. You know what I'm saying? So, so communication is a big key, uh, especially with our folks. You know what I'm saying? And especially with the young folks now, because because they're young, it's because of technology. Mm-hmm. A text can be misconstrued so quick. Whereas I could have said the same thing while we standing here, or even on the phone. You body language, my voice tone, and all that. But see, just say you was mad before you read the text. You are gonna read it in your mad ass voice, mm-hmm. and now you think I tried to say some fuck shit to you when in the other day you would LOL that shit. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I'm like fuck you, nigga. You think? Like, hold on, man. Right. Look at the other texts. How we always kick it. You know what I'm saying? But he was pissed right then. Mm-hmm. So he didn't hear my voice. He already is. But if he heard my voice, he can't do nothing to hear my voice. You know what I'm saying? And then when we eye to eye, there's so many little cues. People don't even understand the difference. You know, your skin be changing color and shit. You know what I'm saying? The muscles in your shit be moving slightly. You don't perceive it with, like this, but your brain perceives it. Your brain is a mathematical computer. Your brain can see what another motherfucker people die like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's people, without you even really knowing it. How you be knowing a nigga be lying? Mm. Their eyes be doing shit. But but your brain just done put together, okay, people be lying. This is what they be physiological shit be. 
You see what I'm saying? Without you even knowing or studying that shit, that's how you be knowing. Like, man, that motherfucker lying. I can tell. I don't know what it is, but I can tell. And then you got to catch that study. They know what it is. People that, that, that know all of those things. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's different, but also everybody's the same in certain ways. Because a lie is creative. You got to access a certain part of your brain so your eyes move a certain way. The truth is memory. It's not, it's not even coming from the same hemisphere. Mm-hmm. Memory and shit you make up don't come from the same hemisphere of your brain. It's two different sides. So you're going to act different. You're going to be partial to saying stuff a different way because if you're using the creative side, you might not, your shit might be not as, as precision. But if you're a precision type nigga, usually when you're telling the truth, that's how your girl know you're lying because you, you, you always start fucking using them type of words when you're lying. Or you always over-volunteering or you always fold your arms or you fucking, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, but, but it's like, just, you know, tell the truth. You leave the shit out you don't want motherfucking know. Right. <laughs> That's a fact. That so, way you're not lying. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Motherfucker might say, yo, where you was at? Shit, I was uh, at the After Hours Club. Just don't tell them about the shit you did that you don't want to know about. But you ain't lying. You was at the After Hours Club. Right. What you doing? Jamming, partying, using some music shit. Hey. You know what, what you, you know what I'm saying? What they going to do try to, you know... Uh, you know, just give you the straight up, you know, 500 questions of every single thing. You should have came. You should have came. You want to go next time? Right. <laughs> you can go next time. You know what I'm saying? That's how you do that. But with all that, you know, it, it's just too much. You know what I'm saying? It, it, and it's disrespectful, too, because when, when uh, somebody said a long time ago to me, I don't remember who it was, but I remember the statement. You know what I'm saying? The message is always more important than the message anyway. But mm-hmm. it was like, um, when you lie to someone, what you're doing is you're stealing their ability to make a decision based on facts. So in other words, if I present myself a certain way to you, the way that you interact with me may not be the way you would have interacted with me if I wasn't lying. Or the decision you made, like if I say, hey man, let's blah, 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 but I'm lying to you about the circumstances, you might would have made it, you might wouldn't have made it, but it ain't fair to you to, 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 to not have you have all the facts in there. You put your, you invest yourself into some shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So so that's why I can't get it. ain't about you telling me the truth, because I don't really give a fuck about your business, but if you're trying to include me in some shit, I need to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Especially some shit that, that I'm going to get mad about later. Like, hold up, you ain't telling me that them dudes was, boy, I stopped playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so it's like, I might would have been down with you, but you're going to have to, you know, give me, let me make the decision. You see what I'm saying? So it, it's a lot of things just as as, as uh, people, communication-wise, respect-wise, just looking each other in the eye, having, having, having human communication. I ain't say you got to cough COVID all over each other, but God damn, you know what I'm saying? Nigga just gonna turn into the computer. I love computers, believe me. My computer right now, ain't nothing in that motherfucker except for the CPU that I didn't put in there. I changed everything. You know, I'd I sit here right here and be you one now if I had to pause. But my thing is, you know, I I'm not scared to go outside either. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, you ever wonder why babies always putting shit in their mouth? They're not greedy. They can't eat yet. It's an instinct. They're building their immune system. That's why they're constantly putting that shit in their mouth. You constantly tell them to stop doing that. They're going weak as fuck when they get grown. You ain't let them put cyanide in their mouth, but all that little dirt and shit ain't going to hurt them. They're resilient. That's, that, that make them strong. So when they get older, they got resistance to all these different microbes and germs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody at home, boy, that couldn't come outside and play or mama come out, you know what I'm saying? Then, or, or, you know, you got, you know, you got, you got school and, you know, you can't play football because you got dress clothes on, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, motherfucker don't cry to you. know, you get out near something, you don't cry to the mama come out there. Then when you got grown, he's a bitch ass nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody got that one on, boy. It, it might be a good dude, but a bitch ass nigga. Because yeah. he been fucking kid glove too much. He been pampered. But the real world ain't going to do you like that. 
That's why you, you don't, you know, they tell kids everybody won. That's bullshit. It's a lie. Why you lying to them kids? Ain't no such thing as everybody win. You got 10 niggas want a job and there's two jobs open. Eight niggas not getting that job. Everybody didn't win because you don't get paid for not getting the job. You know what I'm saying? Y'all lost. You don't get ice cream and no trophy. You get extra practice. Fuck, I'm going to take you to the pizza parlor for y'all lost the game. Take your ass home. Eat your mama food, nigga, and we got extra practice. Right. You talking about you got a trophy. Everybody's a winner. I take that try. Man, man, yeah, my son would come home with a trophy, say everybody's winner. I'm like, I'm throw that shit in the track. Hey, fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? You don't get rewarded for, 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 for loss. But you don't get punished for losing. Somebody got to lose. You just pick yourself up and do it again. But it's making you soft to think that the world is going to treat you like your, your soccer mom, parents, and all that shit, baby. Because then when you get out there in the real world and 12 knock you outside your shit, just for not getting your license out fast enough, you're going to be like, damn. <laughs> that ain't like at the crib. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or damn. Uh, it's hard as hell to get a job. It's hard as hell to get an apartment. It's hard as hell to get these, this, this student loan. It's hard as hell to get this shit. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's going to always be hard, but but you need to learn before you get out there. And that's the whole point of fucking being a kid. It's the trial run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it, I, we built that way. You know what I'm saying? That's how we built. You start out in early stages and you build up to, to, to more complex stages. That's how we made. You know what I'm saying? From a cell to trees of cells and then you're a baby. And then you grow up to be a toddler and a, and a fucking preteen, and, and, and you finally get to be a man. But all that whole time, you just things you've been doing have been examples of what you're going to be doing. You start in first grade, second grade, it gets more complicated. You get to a job, you start at the bottom, you move up to the top, you get promoted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's like you, you start realizing that you have to learn, you know, the simple things first to build up, to get the wisdom, you know, to go along with, with your knowledge and your intelligence. So it's like a, a baby got five fingers, four fingers and a thumb, but I'm not going to hand him a pistol. Just because he got a hand and can hold one. Right. Because he a baby. You see what I'm saying? So, so just because you can do something or you have physical tools to do something doesn't mean you're ready uh, in maturity or in intelligence or in wisdom or whatever. It's like us having nuclear bombs. Same thing as a baby having a nine. You know what I'm saying? Just because we know, we know the formula because of Einstein. Well, for him, we wouldn't make nuclear nothing. But he didn't want to make no weapons. That's why the universe allowed him to know. Because he he was he he was advanced enough and he was enlightened enough to mm-hmm. understand it. If the first thing you do you do when you get advanced technology is make a weapon out of it, you are not a civilized society. You barbaric. Thanks. Just because you got technology don't make you civilized or enlightened. Enlightened mm-hmm. society don't need police or laws because mm-hmm. they wouldn't do nothing that you had to make a law against. Mm-hmm. They they couldn't they wouldn't even couldn't even imagine it if you were truly enlightened. If you were truly civilized, you wouldn't need jails. None of that shit. You wouldn't need no weapons because when nobody want to hurt each other, you wouldn't have nothing to defend yourself against. You know what I'm saying? See, civilized, enlightened, you know what I'm saying? All these, this shit, so, you know, socially, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 you know, uh, ascended or whatever you want to call it. Like, all this shit that we like to think we are. We still barbaric as fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? Somebody somewhere killing somebody with their bad head right now, the same way motherfucker killed motherfucker two, three hundred thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. So you can tell me we enlightened when people are still being killed or discriminated against because of their skin color, because of their gender, because of their belief system. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is, if you if you hate another person just because they don't believe the exact same thing you believe, not only are you, is your mission futile because you'll never have not one person ever believe everything you believe, not even your twin, but. 
you're doing a disservice to yourself because you're missing the chance to expand yourself mm. by coming together. Mm. You know what I'm saying? One Lego can't be a shit. Mm-hmm. Need all of them. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 and when they come together, you can make some things happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, and you start to see a bigger picture. So it's, it's just like a color. It's like I can tell you, I don't care how good of an artist I am. I'm painting a picture of one color. Right. I'm just, you know, anybody could paint that shit, nigga. I don't care how your hand was moving. I can't see that shit. Mm-hmm. You're right. I need some diverse contrast. I need some some colors. I need some tones. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's the world. That's the beauty of it. You know what I'm saying? If everything was the same, this shit might as well not be here. It's, it's, it's like math. Everything breaks down in math to me. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's like if everybody was rich. Nobody's rich. That's why the, the symbol for capitalism is a pyramid. Mm-hmm. That's how I work in capitalism. The most important people have the least money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because guess what? CEO don't come to work tomorrow. The company do the same thing do every day. But letting the motherfuckers at the bottom don't come to work. That shit shut down. Mm-hmm. But they're not getting paid like that. But that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? And they make you work up to the top. But that's capitalism because we're still barbaric. It's a barbaric system. But we we but we don't have the, uh, I guess maturity socially. You know what I'm saying? It's to, to be able to get to the point where when mankind stop chasing chasing power, especially to the point where uh, you, where you oppress, abuse, and, and discriminate against, and kill, and and do anything. You know what I'm saying to your fellow human being to have it and to keep it. As long as that's going on, you can't eliminate money until you eliminate money, which is not real. Theoretical. We just agreed that that shit is not worth nothing. It's a piece of goddamn paper. That's, they lying about how much the gold they got back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 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 until we get to that point, you got to get civilized enough to not care about power. If you don't care about money, which now you can't hold power over people, can't hold sway over people. But it's going to take some technology too because it's certain shit don't nobody want to do. So, but everybody will be doing it. If you want for money, it's a lot of cats wouldn't be doing what they're doing. They'd be doing what they, what they really want to be doing and what they love to do. And what would stop them, you know? It don't matter how much money you make. Right. Because ain't no money. Truly. I didn't mean to talk to your microphone, though. No, no, no. no, no. That's, that's why we wanted you, you here. I, I, just, I just got a deal, so I had to go on and... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You had it all. That's right. It's the new and making noise podcast. We're incognito. DJ misses and A+. Like, subscribe, and listen anywhere you get your podcast. And online at urbanonepodcast.com.